No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. It's all about the holidays right now, isn't it? Because it is the holiday season. Got cold and stuff. So you, you check it out. If if you're out there and you're thinking, you know, quarantine's been weird, and I really don't want to go out and go shopping. You know what you could do? What? You can go to Shop Tourbus. Go to <laughs> shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram. And if this is the first time you ever listen to No Simple Road, check this out. Yeah. These guys are the purveyors, the internet's finest purveyors of Grateful Dead inspired t-shirts, hoodies, uh, tote bags, sweats, hats. hats, you name it. This stuff is dope as fuck. Every t-shirt, every design that they have is hearkened to a Grateful Dead lyric. You will find no steal your faces, lightning bolts, or Bertha's here. Every one of them is like a little secret message that tells the story of a lyric in one of the Grateful Dead songs. And and they're adorable. And they're adorable. And comfy e- as hell. Every one of them comes in a hand-designed, one-of-a-kind box that has a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside of the box. And they don't just write like, trucking got my chips cashed in it's beautifully like a little mural on the inside of the box and every one of the things that you order comes with a real live grateful dead bootleg in the box apple what they just got today though they just got another donation a lot of people donate bootlegs to them to pass on and this is really cool uh betty and joanna uh donated hundreds of their late husband father's immaculately labeled and loved bootlegs for shop tour bus to as they say spread near and far from new york to san francisco and beyond yeah man check that out so so you're you're not only getting the love and intention that's poured into each box but you're also getting a little slice of grateful dead history that has been curated and lovingly maintained by a faithful head out there so go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on instagram and when you check out put in the promo code no simple road you're no gonna get road. free shipping that's a good free reason shipping guy everybody and you're gonna get more than you, than bargained, you bargained for hey guys what what's up let's talk about our cool rad sponsor which one 
Sunset Lake CBD. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sunset Lake CBD. Check this out. To make you feel good. Sunset Lake CBD has everything from oils to gummies to tinctures for your dogs to salves for your body. Everything in between. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel fine. And if you are one of those people, like Aaron, who cannot smoke THC because you get too anxious or you just, you know, it doesn't sit right with you. You start, you know, having anxiety or something. The CBD helps to calm down and allows you to still get loose without losing it. Yeah, man. It. This stuff, I had looked near and far for a CBD product that actually did something other than taste like shit. And Sunset Lake became a sponsor of the show and sent us a sample of all their stuff. And I have to say that their flower is amazing. Their Keef joints are amazing. Their CBD gummies are by far my favorite. It, by me too. But their salve, I use every time I have an ache and a pain. And they have CBD infused Peruvian dark roast coffee. So if you don't their like... coffee was excellent. If you don't like smoking, you can make yourself a cup of coffee. You can have a gummy. You could take some tincture. Or if you miss the social aspect of smoking cannabis, well, guess what? Sunset Lake CBD has you covered with pre-rolls if you're on the go or uh, the Keef Blunts, man, it's they're Yeah, you can put awesome. it in your smoothie. A little, you know, CBD tincture. You just blend it in. A couple little droppers yeah, in there and off the you morning. go. Absolutely. So this is a farm that used to make milk for Ben and Jerry's. And back in 2018, they decided they were going to do something even more wonderful for the planet and people. And they started growing uh, CBD hemp. And it's all pesticide-free, all organic. They pay their employees a $15 an hour living wage. They even donate a portion of the proceeds of each sale to the war on drugs. And they're taking care of the No Simple Road family by giving you 15% off. So when you check out at sunsetlakecbd.com, put in the promo code NSR15. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. Your body's going to feel good. You're not going to trip out. And you're going to realize that CBD is a thing so take care of your body you guys have you ever listened to soul doc out of a cow that you got from electric fish lights shit we have we, we actually yeah we well i don't well, know okay, not, not out, out of a, a cow. cow i have a fish though or a sloth or a minion with a hit of acid on his tongue but you can go see one of their latest creations yes yes you can cow. go to electricfishlights.com on your computer or on your phone uh, and check out electric at electric fish lights on Instagram. And what you're going to see is a thing called IQ technology. These are little interlocking quadrilateral pieces of plastic that are made of thin, 30 interlocking pieces. And they can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you put these shapes together, it's endless what you can make, man. You, you think of the thing and electric fish lights is going to like pull your happen. thought out of the ether into reality and make it a real thing. All these lights are made from upcycled vinyl like milk jug plastic. They come with a 12-foot cord, a 13-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED bulb, and a hardware kit to change the light. And you can even upgrade that bulb so that it changes colors, and you can upgrade it one better than that and have it have a Bluetooth speaker. So this light is not only going to be a beautiful little art piece in your house it's going to be a funky magical light parade that happens for you too if you if you hook it up with that they can be used outside and like i said these are 
custom made. So go check out at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram or electricfishlights.com online and tell them what you want. And then when you check out, put in the promo code NSR and you're going to get 10% off. That's pretty dope. So one last thing before we go, any NSR family member that orders a light with the color changing upgrade, you know what you're going to get? You get that cool ass poster. Yeah, you're going to get a limited edition <laughs> special promotional No Simple Road print that manifested out of the ether of life that is No Simple Road and Electric Fish Lights. So promo code. NSR, when you check out, 10% off, electricfishlights.com. Go get enlightened. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. sitting here like holding my finger on the record button like i don't know what i'm supposed to do i got frozen you forgot what you were doing i did i forgot okay i'm all right hey now (laughs) no simple road family what's happening let me make sure this thing's actually working yep there it is it's working say hi 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 it's working all right far out we're We're working with with more stuff and things i you know what last week at the end of the episode if you listened all the way to the very end where the children of indigo out music comes in you will have heard me say we will be back next week with more stuff and things and i didn't let you down man see that no you didn't so check it out everybody it's been a heavy week 
the mm-hmm. pressure valve over the collective consciousness of the country has been sort of released a little bit for a lot of people. And that's a good thing. You could feel the relief and I'm seeing people celebrating on the streets and that's a wonderful thing instead of seeing people protesting here in Portland and violence and sadness. It's really cool to see happiness and dancing. (laughs) That is a better alternative. Yes, for sure. Totally, man. And in the spirit of that, we have something special for you guys this week. Yeah, we sure do. Soul Doc. And if you don't know who Soul Doc is, go check it out on your favorite music streaming platform or uh, also on Instagram. He's on there too. And this is, I, what do we, it's not conscious rap. No, because he doesn't no. like that name. No. Well, you, well, you're going to hear a lot about it in here. And if you go, because it's kind of confusing at first finding them. If you go like I, on Apple music, it's goers, G O E R S and soul doc S O L D O C. And this, this is one of those that um, Dennis McNally uh, reached out to the show and asked if we wanted to have him on. And this is lineage of the Grateful Dead family, plain and simple. Um, yeah, his mother has worked been in, with the dead right. for a very long time in their offices and keeps their bus going and kept it going for a long time. Yep. And he... So his life has been... Steeped in yeah in the dead, and it's cool that like you know growing up in San Francisco and the underground hip hop scene that was going that is going on in San Francisco. He he grew up with one foot in each world, and this is the product of that is his amazing his interpretation and and his rap and how he does what he does is is something man. I I uh, watching some of his videos from early in quarantine Mm -hmm. of him like it was really cool you got to see his process like just trying out raps on instagram live with just a beat in the background sitting at his house like after going surfing or hanging out and then doing that it was really cool to see like how he puts it all together and how how the music comes together and comes out of him and it really blows my mind like being somebody that talks a lot to see somebody that can freestyle is fucking amazing talent. That's crazy. I mean, it's a flow. Yeah. It comes, he's freestyled while we're (laughs) during the interview. (laughs) There's definitely something about freestyle, about being in the moment. It's kind of like, I guess I would equate it to riding a wave, you know, if you're a surfer or like, you know, when you're skateboarding and you're just like floating, you know, whatever your your thing is when you get in the zone. Um, but yeah, it feels good and it might come out silly and a little, you know, muffled. But when you're on a flow and it's just coming from just the beat or just your environment, it feels good. I, I, I can't. I've it tried really good. I, it, I get stuck on the next word. I like it's like a lock in my head. That's why you got to be willing to be stupid. You know, you got to flow. You got to go. You got to say hello. You got to you, know, you got to be willing to say dumb shit. You got to be willing to say dumb stuff. Yeah. 
I guess like in my head, like, like a hip, a hop, a hip. it's like not anything fun, but then you do, a, do it to a beat and then it's, then it makes the words fun. Yeah. I'm, I guess I get stuck. Like I say the end of the sentence and I'm already trying to think of what rhymes with the end of the sentence. And then <laughs> I'm already, your flow is like I'm, one sentence yep. and you're like, my name's Aaron. How do you rhyme orange? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Elbow. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's happening this week, man. You guys are going to dig this butt. You know what dig happens? Dig this butt? Dig this butt. Well, you <laughs> got to go. I got to say, you got to go to YouTube, too, and check out the video for yeah. Breathe. I'm a person that has problems with heights. I'm afraid of heights. And the video is so dope. They're, like, up in the redwood trees. Yeah. And it, it's a trip. It's a really good video. It's kind of... Got a little Beastie Boys flavor to it and the yeah. camera lens they use and stuff. It's check check all that stuff out on YouTube. Up in the top of that redwood tree, dude. Yeah, it made I, me nervous. I couldn't get up there. It makes my feet, my toes tingle seeing that. Uh-huh. I, is, that, is that a common thing, you think? that Not the fear of heights, but like... That that feeling, like yeah. the toes tingle, butt butt pucker, yeah. <laughs> kind of like oh, and I I know it is for me. I don't have any control over it. It happens to me when I see heights on TV. Yeah, yeah, like those ones freak me out. Like the dudes that scale the towers and like hang by one arm and everything. I can't watch know. stuff like no, that. that stuff made it like oh, yeah, it just worries me. Do you have a problem with that, Mel? Uh, no, not that, but I have problems with certain stuff like. I, I was trying to think while you guys were talking, what does that for me? And I know for a fact that there's at least one or two, like I don't like looking at someone else's loogie like that. Grosses <laughs> me out. That's not heights. That's I know, spin. but it but makes me, it, it gives it, me that shiver, that, that uh, tingle. That You'll like, never be a respiratory therapist. Ew. Well, I used to work closely with them I know, and that's why I said it, it I, maybe that's why it's grossed me out, but I just remember too, like when I was younger, suction. my brother would do loogies and I would watch him like spin like a oh. like a boomerang, and it was so disgusting, and it would land, and it would. Eh, I was gonna say that's just, a legitimate one too, yeah, like that, some fears or something you hear, like no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like yeah, yeah loogies, it's, it's, it's elevate, a, yeah, I'm scared of elevators, so that's okay. That's a little odd, but loogies. No. It's common. That's gross. No, I'm not scared <laughs> of elevators. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. The heights thing is so bad. Like, even in a hotel, like when we used to stay in hotel rooms in Vegas and stuff, going and looking out the window, if, I, if I'm if i away from the window, I'm fine. But if I go up near the window where I could touch the glass, I, my feet tingle and my it stomach feels droppy and weird, like... But then, but then the you want to do that. But then you want to do that sometime, like a kid. You like yeah. want to. I've done that. I remember going scare to scare yourself. I remember going to Chicago years ago and going to the top of the Hancock Tower. You can walk out. Nope. On, it's like a cube sticking out the side, so you can walk out on glass below you, and you can see ninety eight floors down. You did it. I, I did it for for like about four. I was like. <gasps> And then backed out right away. It was like, oh my God, that was scary. Yeah. I guess that, that I would still do it, but it, it would give me a little bit of a I, I butt can't. tingle. <laughs> a little, yeah. Woo. Well, and I did zip lining too, and that was scary. That was in Costa Rica, like hundreds of feet up in the canopy of the trees. And that, I would love scared. to do that. Though. It was so fun once I was harnessed on, but to have to unhook and walk to the next harness. 
and the platforms were shaky up in the trees. And I was with Nick. My friend Nick was fucking with me because he knew I poking so, you and playing yeah, grab ass. Yeah, and shit. so it was like, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> okay, that was fun. Fuck you, dude. That's like you splashing me when I'm getting in the pool. Oh my god! Oh yeah, no, that's, 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 that's the, the same fun, thing. That's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> I don't like fucking cold water, man. I don't even like it in the Just shower. Do the plunge. No, get it over no, with. You don't. Anyway, yeah, that was a little sidetrack. Yeah, we went from Soul Dock to Loogies and back <laughs> to the Redwoods and Fear Heights up up to the sea, the Hancock Building. You watch the video and you'll understand why we got sidetracked with the Fear Heights. It's uh, pretty cool. Mel, yes. How was your week? My week. What? I had a week, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She just had to stop. Like, I Whoa. did have to stop and think. I. I guess I've had an overall a good week. I yeah. mean, today was fine. I've, you know, I've had a, a really, I guess last week was emotional and I feel like I'm coming out of it. And so what you think the, it needs to be higher? Lower. Lower? Yeah. Let Just me, a little bit. Let me see. You're talking in Just there. You go. There you go. Does Just this sound better? Yeah. Everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last week was very emotional. And I was waterworks and having a hard time with just life. And plus I miss my family and going through weird stuff with my mom. And so this week I'm feeling more clear and just like level headed. And at least for the last couple of days and you feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right. Yeah. It's been a, it's been definitely emotional. I uh, I melted down this week a little bit, and uh, not a little bit, a lot. And I think it was on Monday, and uh, I was just like, it was hard to get out of bed, man. And I wasn't sleeping good. Darwin kept fucking waking me up in the middle of the night. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And then like on Monday, I was trying to work and I kept getting sidetracked and like having really bad ADD that day. I could pick up my guitar for a second, then I'd work, then I'd start doodling, then I would listen to an audiobook for a minute and a half and then I would be drawing again and like I couldn't focus Short on it. Yet. Span theater. Dude, it was awful. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm depressed. Whoa. And once I thought that, I was like, oh, that's that's the thing. Like I had no idea. And, uh, so once I figured out what was going on, I started trying to do stuff to make myself feel better. And Monday night, I think it was, or Tuesday night, Mel, I took a bath and I'm not a bath <laughs> person, but Mel made me, if there's a world Guinness book of world records for the best baths, this is actually well, going to be in there. I would have real. loved to have a beautiful, like, candlelit, like, you know, with the big, wide-armed with flowers and, like, pictures and stuff. But, you know, our bath is a little small. So I focused <laughs> on what was in the bath <laughs> as opposed some, to the exterior of the Some bath. THC cannabis bath stuff in there. And, and some, like, soothing, you know, oatmeal and lavender. And I have not seen them that relaxed rose. this year. You know, no. nor have I. Nor he came, he have came I. Up, he, were, he came out front and was like, just eyes barely open, smile on his face, and I looked like I was like, "Bro, you look like you need to sit down." He's like, 
I feel like I need to sit down. <laughs> Went he in was, and laid down. Well, he was so stressed out. And so when he got out and looked like that and was feeling like that, I was so proud of myself. And I was <laughs> well so done. I was so grateful that you enjoyed it so much. I felt like a little kid. And then the next day you had a you took the chip off your it shoulder. It fixed my attitude. Yeah. The fucking bath fixed my attitude, man. It yes, really did. It was a magic well, and he, bath. And he, he was so sweet. He apologized to all of us. And we were kind of like, for what? Yeah, he he's, like, he's like, I've, been, <laughs> I've just been being a dick. And we're like, well, you, you were, it sounds like you were being a dick to yourself. Yeah. I bought everybody yeah, in the house a present. Edgy. Yeah, you <laughs> <Yeah. he> did. <laughs> he, I was like, I, was like okay. I bought all you guys something because for putting up with my shit. And Apple was like, what shit? You didn't do anything. But, well, and then when he told me he bought me, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, they got a shit. Yeah, yeah, get me, order me something. I think we've all been going through some weird-ass times, whether it's with, like, you pick your topic. I just will say that. Pick your topic. And some it's a weird, shitty deck filled with pandemics and yeah. elections. Yeah, pick a Dip car, shittery. any car. Sometimes yeah. things that were easy one day are just not the next. Mm-mm. That's no. all there is to well, it. This, this week was weird. Like my my week, I, I'm just saying, you know, work and everything. But it was weird. I didn't talk to too many people. Like I didn't talk because of the political, the voting, yeah, and everything was, this week. I didn't want to look at or hear or talk about any of it. It's like we cast our vote. Let's see what happens. And so, so yeah. it was a, it was a weird week. And it's. It's good. I'm glad yeah. it's over. You know, I in yeah. the in the midst of all of it, I remember I was home alone, and it was fucking pouring rain, and it was dark, and I was depressed, and I was like, "This sucks." And I, I went outside to have a smoke, and I was out there by myself, and I was like, just thinking in my head, like, I need some good news or like something to cheer me up or like a. a great email from somebody or something just come on man i need some good news and yesterday Mm. um we had two really awesome interviews one with uh Dwayne betts and one with bill nurshi and that by itself was a huge deal for all of us like getting that cheered me up that right there but then Nurshi said something to us, and I'm not going to blow it and say it because I want you guys to listen to the episode when it comes out. But Nurshi said something to us that I, it made me tear up, and it was really profound for me to hear that from somebody that has has the career that Nurshi had has had, and string cheese is such a huge deal. And for him to say what he said to us. Just sweetheart is all I can say. Sweetheart. And I don't want to minimize talking to Dwayne. That was. Well, everybody has its place. That was awesome. But we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing. So the universe delivered on my little despair prayer that happened in the driveway in the rain. We got you back, man. We're going to hook you up. And it came from nursery of the string cheese. You got incident. a good bath and an attitude change. And uh, yeah. So look how awesome that is. Like what a bath with some bath salts and some 
what you put other things yeah, in well, ma- other it's magic like a cocktail you know like what's going on i put some rose water in there because rose is for your heart and aaron is feeling heavy-hearted and he has been since this whole pandemic and it's a really nice way to get it in aromatically and also through his skin and just kind of receive the benefits that way and it's subtle so you know when you put your hands in there to heal and mix up the water you know you're you're bringing that up and bringing that out and it it helped what else was in there um also some soothing uh, colloidal oats um to help one detox to soothe and, and soften it just makes your skin feel like silk you know and if you have any kind of like rashes or irritated skin scratch skin it helps with that um and then what else did i put i put um epsom salts with um cher- cherry merlot epsom salts and that was yeah, the cannabis that was the stuff. cannabis thc Man. infused along with cbd and Jesus Christ! I mixed no it in. Extra. Yeah, I mixed it in, and then boom, dude. You know that feeling, you, you guys, when when uh, like you've taken a really hot shower or a nice bath, and you get out, and your skin is really hot, and you're like kind of vibrating a little bit from the feeling of it, and then after about five minutes or so, that goes away. Why well, I I didn't really know that Mel put all that stuff in the tub, and then when I got out, like that feeling was happening. I was like, Oh yeah, it's the after the bath feeling. And then about 15 minutes later, it was a little stronger. And I was like, this isn't the same thing. (laughs) And I was outside and I was like, the world was kind of crooked and I felt all cozy, like a little kid at right on Christmas, like Christmas night after your mom gave you a bath and she's going to tuck you in. That's right. And Santa's fucking coming and everything is right with the world. And it's all fucking good. And your feety jammies with the little flap in the back. You smoked the, biggest blunt you ever seen <laughs> the when, way your eyes were and everything just like whoa when your man or your baby or anyone you care about comes to you upset crying frustrated i was not crying sad, you were crying yeah crying sad frustrated mentally overloaded like all these things you know like what can i do what what do you do and that's part of the magic of the spa that's part of the magic. Part of the magic go, of it too is you got to put everything down. Yeah, exactly. Like you, like you were not in the bathtub or at the spa getting a massage with your phone and your bullshit and worrying no. about this and that. Oh you gotta, no, you got to cut it off. Yeah, when you're in the sauna, you leave your fucking phone out of here. You you just sitting there, and so it's all of those things. It's like pulling all these. Um, emotions out of you aromatically and with the salt and with the stillness and brings you back to your center yeah man so for all you people out there i know it's been been a weird week and everybody's celebrating and all that now but there's a lot of residual sludge left on all of us for from the past months yes there and is do, and more to come yeah and do stuff do do things like we're talking about take a bath. Take care yeah, of yourself. It's so Get that simple. Unless you was, know, if you was, don't have a bath. I was straight up jealous when I seen how relaxed he was. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" I want because I bring bath salts. I usually give them to Mel. I don't yeah. take a bath much either. But I sometimes you just need that. to. Yeah. You just it's like put, like this is a bath day. I don't mm-hmm. care what like like tonight. 
it's a bath day for the for Darwin. Yeah, he gets a spa He's day. Getting We're a gonna spa give day. him some cannabis tinctures and he, oil, yeah. oh, colloidal opium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, he we're gonna we're gonna um get you to the episode and oh, yeah. but we're gonna do the business first so follow us on all the social media platforms at no simple road if you don't already do that and hey check this out if you listen to no simple road if you're listening right now and you haven't hit the subscribe button on apple Podcasts or on spotify you need to do that because first of all it helps the show second of all it tells you when new episodes are coming out when we yeah. drop an episode you'll get a nice little notification on your phone they'll say hey your family just is sending you a love note and that's us putting out a new episode. So go ahead and do that. And I know that we have a new review oh on Apple Podcasts because Mel, two of them, because Mel read them to me last night. And it, after talking to Dwayne yesterday and oh, Nershi, you got a and double everything bubble. that happened, and then these two new reviews. So please, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review on there. If you don't, be like this person and go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And here we go. All right. So this is from Bob Rob 11, which I love. <laughs> Bob Rob. <laughs> um, a special bridge. Um, I thought this would be an interesting podcast about tales from the tours and maybe some tunes sprinkled in. How wonderfully wrong I was. What you've done here is not only solidified the values that underlie all of our collective will to thrive and grow together as humans, something many of us got on tour or at shows in some way, but also you show how many have carried it forward and have bridged it to yet another generation. Hearing the younger bands and musicians, but also your genuine interest and love for what they do is inspiring. This is exactly the kind of hopeful messaging in conversation the world needs right now. And I think and I thank you for putting it out into the universe. Wow. wow. Bob Rob Eleven. Bob Rob Fuck Eleven. Yeah, Bob. Wow. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that, man. Thank you, brother. That's like such a strong that's, thing that's to a, say. Yeah. It's very well thought out and specific. And that makes thank you feel you. good to think we were, we were that we were like us like, hey, it's gonna put this on and then when he was like beyond yeah happy good like, Whoa. Okay. i we like the su- element of surprise we were surprised yeah like you knew you were gonna get a treatment but you didn't know you were gonna leave feeling like that you didn't know that thanks for um, listening dude. yeah and thanks bob that. rob 11 um and then this is greatest podcast which that is some special from jordan and joe mm, who too, we're man. partial to we love these cuties <laughs> um i don't even listen to no simple road on apple Podcasts. i listen on spotify but i wanted to write a review so i came on here love them so much jordan, jordan and, joe. and joe we love you shout you out you too we love you, guys, you so much come home bob rob 11 jordan and joe you. thank you for those five star reviews and that was super fun and yeah so very heartwarming if uh you listen to the show every week and you're digging it please go over there and leave us a review man it helps other people find out about the show and it spreads the mycelium of the love and the community that we have here so that would be really rad and check it out man this year has been nuts for all of us yeah. and no simple road is included in that it's been nuts part and financially we need your assistance so if you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and give a buck a month two bucks five bucks ten bucks whatever you guys hook it up and there's different tiers there and you get different rewards when you sign up on the tiers i tried to make it cool and interesting and something for you you get 
you know, a certain amount off of uh, No Simple Road merch and cool stuff. So No Simple Road needs your help financially. So go check that Thank out. Thank you to all the Patreon subscribers yeah, that have not like left us hanging left us in the during, pandemic. Yeah, right? we yeah. were talking about that. Thank you guys so much. And um, if you are looking to buy some Christmas presents for the No Simple Road family in your life, go to nosimpleroad.com and hit the merch tab up top and there's all kinds of Christmas stuff. I'm going to put some new stuff up. That for red No more. Simple Road hoodie is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So With that dope new logo that, mm-hmm. that we got. Who made that logo? Mel did. Oh, no, well done, Mel. Oh, wait, I did that. Well yeah. done, sir. So go, thanks, man. So go check that stuff out. And um, yeah, as a matter of fact, No Simple Road is not just a lone wolf out there in Podcastville. We no, it are is part not. of Osiris Media, and there are a whole bunch of podcasts on Osiris that you need to be listening to. And I'm not going to name them all, I'm going to name a couple. Um, Broke Down Podcast is one. If you're into the Grateful Dead, this guy Crash meticulously. Him puts together set lists that are incredible into a seamless show on broke down podcast and uh, Eric Krasno plus one is another one and comes a time with Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge and a whole bunch of other ones, man. So go check out all the podcasts on Osiris because they're part of no simple road and no simple road is part of Osiris media and all that stuff. And last but not least, we love you guys, man. You are the most incredible group of human beings on the planet and every single one of you that are listening and hear my voice and Apple's voice and Mel's voice and Darwin's farts, we love you guys. And we're sending out <laughs> waves of joy and good vibes Mad to you. Love. I'm doing my fingers like jazz fingers, but not right now. Oh, <laughs> Darwin's growling. So okay. there it is. is he feels the love. So we're going to get you to the episode. And that's that. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Soul Doc. Yeah. Hey. Sometimes you gotta take it easy and, and breathe, 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 breathe. Yeah, everybody and flow, 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 and breathe, 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 breathe. Everybody and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow. Yeah, check it now. Money and clout, that just drains me out to me and never reflected what life's about. Indeed, it's all love, that's what life's about. I try to maintain the count, they try to strike me out. Crowd in the plate when I'm up to bat. Love's the main foundation with these structured reps. And there's no holding back, it's like a train on the track. Conscious hip hop, put a dope strain on the map. Make a madman happy, change the way he interacts. Put yourself before others and you win a dirty trap. It's just a simple fact. Be the change you wanna see. Wise words from the man, Mahatma Gandhi. A man's a product of his thoughts What he thinks he becomes And you be twisting in a knot When you drink to me None the light streaks from the sun Blessed with another day I hope you living up the day I ain't got much more to say Nah I was living fast And then I changed up Stop to smell the roses Clarity was raised up Clarity was raised up Clarity was raised up Raised up Cause life is hard Life's a struggle Yeah And at times you can't avoid the hustle But life is love Life is blessed Hold the faith and dissipate the stress Come on And breathe Breathe, 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 breathe. Yeah, everybody and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, and breathe, 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 breathe. Everybody and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow. 
Yeah, hey, yeah, what up, y'all? This ain't a brand new twist. As if a knit love songs when you're running down the list. I'm coming out with this. Influenced by John Lennon, sell a piece in the streets like drinks. There's no selling. We all feeling the cycle of corruption, cycle of consumption. That's how they want the youth and all society to function. Make a stand, be your own man, you can make your own plan. I'm just a grain of sand in this lifetime. Bringing justice like I fight crime The right sign always comes when you least expect it Don't know it, don't neglect it Never let it go Overcome the forces and negative emotions Counteract it all with compassionate devotion Compassionate devotion Yeah, and you'll keep on floating I was living fast and then I changed up Stop to smell the roses Clarity was raised up Clarity was raised up Clarity was raised up Raised up Cause life is hard Life's a struggle Yeah And at times you can't avoid the hustle But life is love Life is blessed Hold the faith and dissipate the stress Come on And breathe, 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 breathe Yeah Everybody and flow 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 And breathe, 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 breathe Everybody and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, and flow, yeah, so we reaching the top. You gotta put your headphones on, Apple. It's very important what for I you to have hear, headphones on. I can't on. hear you without my headphones on. Well, put them on. Okay, they're on. Are they on now? Were you talking to me? Nope. Hi, Mel. Hi. Should we call Soul Doc? Let's do it. All right, let's do, do it. Do we have both, or just, I, you don't know? Soul Doc and Goers. But... Do we have goers? I think we're just getting Jeremy. Okay. Sold up. We shall see. We will know all here in moments. Mere seconds, the world will be revealed to who we are. And you guys out there. Hey, Aaron. Jeremy, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, bro? It's going good, man. Having a a nice, chill Saturday. How about you? Oh, I'm so happy it's Saturday. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah. I don't I don't want to get started and not have you introduce yourself to everybody out there because it's a thing that I do. I just start talking and then I forget to have you introduce yourself. So will you introduce so, yourself to everybody out there? Yeah, hi, uh this is Soul Dog from California. Um my real name is Jeremy Canusa. Keep things intimate. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, pleasure having me. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, man, my my pleasure. And then I got two others here with me. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, so, what what should we call you? Should we call you Jeremy Soldock? Oh, uh, you know, like? we we'll, we'll, we'll stick with the with Soldock. All right, let's yeah. do it. So yeah, Soldock, so, yeah. welcome to No Simple Road. This is Mel, and then we have one more. And then this is Apple. And thank you for joining us, dude. We've been digging on awesome. your music, man. My pleasure. Yeah, nice to meet you, Apple. I like the name. <laughs> yeah, that's my last name, so it it yeah I I, I go by that. <laughs> oh, you lucky duck! No, <laughs> so so you said that you're glad it's Saturday, man. Are you working a a, a nine to five? Uh, you know, I go go in and out. Right now, I'm back in California with all the uh, COVID and fires and stuff. But um, I live out in Hawaii more permanently, like nine months out of the year. Oh wow! And uh. And yeah, I do like shark tours and surf all the time and, and uh, work for like a roofing company too. I wouldn't say nine to five, but pretty close to it. I get to get to adjust my schedule a little bit and nine, jump in the water from a shark. It's a really fun job right now. Nine months out of the year in Hawaii on what island? Uh, that's on Oahu. Man. Over on uh, North, North Shore. Shore and Haleiwa. 
I know it. I know it well, man. I I was over yeah. there for quite a while, and uh, it was uh, on our a, list of places. Beautiful place. Uh, that's where I went to school, so I have a, a little connection there from a, from a long time ago. So I was missing it. I moved back there last year. You know, you know what's trippy to me about uh, Hawaii, it, and it ties in with what we're talking to you about is music. The Hawaiian community is tight, mm-hmm. like the Grateful Dead family, and the musical communities that we're all a part of. It's a, it's a trippy thing, man. I, I worked for a company in Vegas. Everybody that worked with me was Hawaiian and those dudes were oh, like cool. down, down for the set, man. Like all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Hawaiians, they, they love Vegas. They could get a hundred dollar flight over there and they're there in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> the ninth, they call it the ninth Island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very true. It's a small bubble out there, you know. Like the songs that that make it in Hawaii, or get a little some radio play or something. You know, the whole island like all know about it within a week or two. So it's pretty cool in that sense. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a trippy thing, and and like I said, it's a lot like the um, like the dead community. It's super tight, and that's actually how you came to us was through Dennis McNally, and mm-hmm. um, man. So I'm just curious, like that is how you grew up as in it, part of that scene, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was weird. I mean, I was around it like almost like too close to it <clears throat> for a long time. I didn't really realize how, how special uh, the movement was and how profound Grateful Dead's impact was on the world. until so I was like, you know, later in high school and towards the end of high school, I was like really starting to appreciate um and look into the Grateful Dead a little more. Uh, and my mom works for, um, you know, works for uh, over 35 years almost now. Um, and she started with Shady Management and Bill Graham in the city when she was going to San Francisco State um, University. And then Vietnam was happening and all the riots, and it was a little too crazy for her at school. So luckily she ran into Bill Graham. He's like, hey, do you know how to type? He's like, yeah. He's like, you're hired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And then it just went on from there. And at the time, they had the Grateful Dead and Santana and a couple, couple of big names. And once people kind of started getting their own popularity and branching out, um, yeah, Grateful Dead opened their first office in Santa Fe. And then, um, yeah, my mom was was lucky duck for that move, and and they they pulled her with her. Um, yeah, they just trusted her. They had some bad, uh, you know, experiences sometimes with their previous accountants and stuff. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they trust my mom. They're like, we're going to teach you everything and you're going to be a, a trustworthy <laughs> lady. So yeah, ever since then, she's been working with them and um, she's been working with Ice Nine Publishing and uh, Robert Hunter's kind of side of things too for the last like 10 years. So wow. it was all around, you know, I saw Jerry Garcia and everyone at the office when I was a little kid and just because my name is Jeremy and then Jerry, my mom's yelling at me constantly and half the time Jerry's coming in like, hey Janet. You okay? <laughs> I'm just trying to chase after my kid. Right <laughs> See, it wasn't even like a big deal for you. It was just normal, normal shit. Like, I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, I was just running around. I remember the stairs in the office had like, you know, awesome pictures of, of Disney characters and Pluto. <laughs> like, if you look really close at Mickey, at uh, Mickey Mouse's hand, you'll see a little shiny pill in his hand shimmering. <laughs> like, hey, it was 
what's that, mom? She's like, uh, you're not ready for that. Yeah, n- not yet, man. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. That's that's, that's Mickey. Don't. Worry. You know, it's a tri- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so tri- it, was, it was a trippy place. Uh, you know, to run around and go up, but uh, you know, we just grew up 15 minutes away, so it's close by. But um, yeah, a lot of memories there. And then the, they have the wholesale um, um, place over in Nevada. My dad ended up working um, there for a long time when he needed a job. So you know, everything kind of slowly got closer and closer to the dad. And I went to a lot of shows when I was a little kid. And, and then I got to see some, um, you know, later on, which was just astounding. When I was a little kid, I was just running around playing video games and hanging out with like wavy gravy and, you know, running away from Mickey Hart's kids. He was always like a bully when I was little. It's a trip. It's a trip to me, man. Like I see, uh, like on Instagram, there is a page called Jerry's Children 710, and it's dedicated to kids that have never got to see Jerry Garcia play, but are deadheads now. I say kids, but uh, they're, in their, they're, in their, they're in their 20s, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, there's always three questions on their posts, like, how are you turned on to the dead? What's your favorite memory at a show? And what does the community mean to you? And nine out of 10 of them, how you got turned on to the dead is answered by my parents were the thing that turned me on to the dead. They were deadheads or whatever, whatever. Right, but, right, right. But for you, do you think that you gravitated to hip hop because of that was your mom's thing and you didn't want to, you know, I just wanted something different. Yeah, <laughs> you think that's what it was? Um, I think part of it. Yeah. You know, and when you're, younger and the musical ears aren't really developed yet and grateful dead so um their style so you know out there and all over the place it's a very jammy um you know wild structure and i think as a kid and when you're growing up it's it's easier to jam the songs that are like you know kind of like that one two three four easy pattern mm-hmm, <laughs> sort of thing mm-hmm. and then our generation you know like hip-hop um started getting really really popular like in the 90s especially in california and you have your tupac and biggie era and all that um you know so everyone in high school just started listening to hip-hop all at once and so it's kind of like just kind of going with the pack at first you know i grew up with with the dead and then my mom would listen to like bob marley and the rolling stones and peter tosh and you know kind of like old school rock and roll and reggae all the time and by the time i got to high school and hip-hop yeah it was uh it, was, it just changed uh, just the whole generation was like super super into it and then in the East Bay there's all this underground hip hop that was happening and I'll take every paycheck I got from like being a little carboy at the golf course out here and, and go spend it on Telegraph and Amoeba and you know you get to see you know hip hop artists on the street like you know presenting a little something at Amoeba or, or something like that so it was just a very strong culture especially in the East Bay and that's just 30 minute drive over the bridge right. um and that's just like that's just what all of us wanted to do like all the time and then the art of freestyling and it's just like super fun to share that with like your friends like when you're hanging out or whatever it kind of kind of just took over um and then grateful dead you know that that kind of music i had friends into it a long time and when i went to college that was like the first time where you know if i kind of steadily told someone about what my mom did you know I had friends like freaking out, you know, and I was like, oh, like, what's the big deal? You know? oh, it's <laughs> then, just my mom. It's yeah. where she works. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it kind of slowly opened my eyes for sure um, in a lot of sense. But uh, it, it's yeah, it's a it's a trip. It's a long, strange trip for sure. Yeah. And uh, my, my best memories as far as the show, I mean, there's a lot of them. But um, I remember uh, I love the Shoreline a because they had the best uh, wavy gravy video game set up in the back and basketball hoops and stuff. So as a kid, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, I remember seeing Vegas, a show in Vegas, um, or Palm Springs. It could have been actually with uh, with Sting, and I, I remember Vegas. I loved that show. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got this like I remember my mom. We were like swimming in the pool, super late, and she's like, "Yeah, she's like that Sting swimming in the pool." <laughs> it was like nine or ten at night. You know, no one was around. It was really quiet. I was like, "Yeah, cool." Wow. <laughs> it is just uh, little funny things like that. I don't know. Funny, yeah. funny memories jogging down the memory lane it's it's a trip too man that like that whole world is is a a collage of different um i don't know schools of thought with psychedelics and yeah different religions yeah. and and just conscious thought and yeah that really yeah. made its way into your style man that conscious hip-hop conscious rap like it infused who you are and and what you do. It's a trip, oh, and it's, and it's got it. such a chill. Your music has such a chill flow to it. It's like intense oh, but you. very calming at the same time. It and I just got to say, I, I I have a, I have a uh, fear, oh. fear of heights. I was I was just watching the video. I love the video for "Breathe." To me, it reminds. Oh no! It, <laughs> yeah, that's it, what man, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Obviously, you do shark tours. You climb hundred foot trees, so you're a little bit of an adventurer. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like to get the blood pumping. Sure. Now, I, I'm just curious too because the first time I saw that weeks ago, it reminded me of uh, almost like kind of a shout out the way it was filmed and stuff. Like, uh, reminded me of Beastie Boys. What you want? That video oh, nice. with like the fish eye and the like getting up in the camera and stuff. That, that's a great song, a great video. <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for all the, all the sweet comments. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know the the hip hop that was so flooded with everything. You know, we all know the general content of you know making money and you know all this stuff that I just I I wasn't raised to care about at all and. Um, and so luckily we had that underground kind of influence in the East Bay and songs that were about, you know, having a hard time with your girlfriend or whatever it might be. It's like more relatable, kind of more basic all around daily life subject sort of thing. And mm-hmm. um, I just, you know, when I was first writing, it took me a while to finally sink into the content and what I wanted to write about. Um because all the influence of hip hop that was out there, it wasn't really, uh, I don't know, compatible with me very much. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would write things and just scratch it. And then um, I, I wrote a song to my sister on the very first album, and that was her birthday present. Um, maybe, uh, so I'm not sure when now, 2006 or something, but um, it's called Life is a Blessing. And that was the first song that I ever like recorded in a really nice studio and just wanted to put a hundred percent in for, uh, for the gifts. And, and that was the first time I ever enjoyed my voice. That was the first time I really enjoyed like a full song all the way through and through that I wrote. Um, like no fluff, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, and then I finally 
yeah, once I did that, everything just kind of clicked. It like lit up a little flame inside me, and I was like, I gotta do more of this. And um, yeah, and it was, from there, I think I wrote eight or nine songs, like maybe within three or four months after, and recorded the whole album. So a big spark of creativity happened, um, you know. And I like to tell people almost. Conscious hip hop's a weird thing to say, you know. It like has an ego sort of thing back to it. Like, oh, I'm, I know what's righteous and stuff. And I don't, I don't like to purvey. Like, I don't want to have that kind of a, you know, image or like conscious. Hip-hop. I like to call it almost like daytime hip hop or like it's, it's, it's really chill hip hop. It's for the daytime. It's not for the club. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So it's, it's more for like when you're driving around and cruising and like hanging. It's good background music when you're hanging out with people. You know, it's a, it's a different fit and a different feel for that, you know, for the daily kind of thing, I guess. And I don't want to rap about partying and raging all the time. <laughs> like we all yeah, have fun, but having deeper content and this last album, you know, I, I, I want people to listen to it and walk away knowing that they, they know me a little better, that they can identify and share the experiences that, um, I'm sharing with people. Um, and that's, that's really what, the goal is for me at the end of the day. Um, yeah, it's a hell of a goal, man. I, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I, I just, yeah, you want to walk away as people feeling something and feel like they know you, you know, just from, just from that. So, um, it, it took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to write about. And when it did and finally clicked, um, everything became a lot easier, but, um, but yeah, yeah I think running around the grateful dead and my mom and dad have been, Sweet, sweet parents my entire life and left. Um, you know, they raised me to be a good boy. <laughs> you can't be a good boy and respect people. Um, and so, yeah, it's just pushes through the music. I don't, I don't think anyone likes seeing a, I don't know, having a different influence, you know, when you're young, you're so uh, malleable. Right. And, and so, it's, uh, yeah, eventually you guys got to get through it and find your own, your own thing. So, I sometimes I tell people when I jump around, I'm, I like, you know, they're like, what do you write about? I'm like, well, usually my first answer, if I want to be real and straightforward, it's like, I like to write about passions, following your dreams, how important that is. Don't go into the nine to five slavery kind of rule and all that. Uh, live with the passion. And then the second, like, jokingly answer, I, I was like, I like to rap about, like, organic zucchinis and make it sound tight. Well, I mean, you you say daytime hip hop, man, and that for me it seems like this is the kind of music that you smoke a bowl and sit down and go on a ride. And I could understand what you mean about background music for chilling with your friends or hanging out, but like you're saying something, man. It's it's important what you're saying and the content of what you're putting out is very relevant and uh, necessary for the time that we're in right well, the, now. That's what it. Yeah, trip. yeah. I think it's so. Yeah, it's important to write about things that are just yeah relevant. You know? um, like the Surfer Girl song was my favorite one, as far as like when it comes down to our time and relevance to where we're at in our generation, and um, you know, it's a it's a, it's a meadow surfing. Surfer Girl is a metaphor for a much broader picture of just um, women charging it in life. And you could be a CEO, you could be a boss, you could be whatever you want, and just being supportive with that. Because, you know, for generations and centuries and still now to this day, there's, you know, people that don't want to support um, 
you know, and it's, it's just a weird thing. It's just a big ego male alpha sort of thing. And, um, yeah, it's just important to address all those things and you could do it in a really fun way. And surfer girl was like an easy way for me to have a metaphor because I love surfing and got a lot of good friends that <laughs> all charge. And yeah, it's just a very relevant in these times and anything you could say or bring with content that, um, you know, can expand or open other people's uh, eyes or give them a little extra support. Uh, by all means, that's, that's the best, right? Oh, yeah. that's. Yeah. A, I, think, I think one of my favorites on the new album is, is word of mouth because that speaks. I, oh, I, nice. I, I, I Well, I like that, like, the you know, we live in a world of hashtags and, it, you know, like so many people depend on other ways of getting, like, the word out there. It's like word of mouth is where it's at. For somebody to like, yeah. like I listen to you. I dig Soul Doc. I tell my friend. They tell a friend. That's more genuine than like blasting yeah, shit yeah. out there. It. I. I really like that one. Nice. That's great. Yeah. That's a. That was a song and um, produced. It, it was it was a sample that we took from some close friends that uh they're called Monophonic. Incredible band. Um, a really good blues jazzy band. Uh, and I believe that song was called In the Sticks or something. But, um, yeah, it was a word of mouth. It kind of addresses, uh, hey, social media and all that. I really don't like doing it, so I'm really bad at it. Because, uh, yeah, anything that feeds the ego is kind of like, I don't know. It's just weird, you know, promoting yourself all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it makes me feel super weird. So, yeah, word of mouth is, like, way better for me. I'm just like, sweet, and I don't have to do anything. And I, I, it's more organically how it gets passed around. And, you know, Grateful Dead, Bob Marley, that's how it all happened anyways back in the day before we had any social media at all. And it came down to the frequency levels and how people felt and what, what they felt when they heard music, you know. And so it's very basic, and it's also the most intimate way to, like, pass on music, I think. Um, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, and then it also addresses kind of a, nowadays a, the pharmaceutical companies, how crazy that is, and, uh, you know, having more um, organic approaches, so to speak, for medicine and things like that. It's, a, you know, we, we do live in a generation, too, where there's there's a lot going on with, you know, new, new drugs coming out and uh, of this is horrible, in my opinion. I mean, I know it has its benefits in certain ways, but it's a, and there's a lot of things to address in our generation, you know. Nelly, you know, getting hooked on to oxygen or whatever it might be. You just never know. There's a lot of weird things out there, and trying to promote a good, healthy, organic lifestyle as much as possible, um, as long as. Yeah, along going with uh, being being loving and following your heart <laughs> and being kind to people is kind of kind of the general thing is here. That's what's all about. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. that's the that's the, uh, like the seed of the Grateful Dead. The be kind. Message are you that, kind? Yeah, be are you kind thing, man. And you know, you said something that clicked in my head just now. You know, you're like, there's a lot going on, and. Yeah, man, all through time, there's there's always been a lot going on. But right now, we, we're alive, and this is our time. And there is a lot happening right now. There's a lot of influence. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of problems. And being an artist at a time like this is crucial to the mental health and and 
well-being of people's souls on a on a frequency level. People are are, yeah. are hungry and hurting and anxious in a lot of ways right now and that movement of air and music touching you and and feeling it is the thing that's keeping a lot of us going, man. And <laughs> yeah. It's fucking nuts. And so has it changed? Has this whole thing that's going on changed how you're approaching when you're writing or creating beats or anything like that? Um, you know, it's, uh, I think it's, it's always great to be like, uh, really on top of it and relevant, uh, to the times that we're in. I, I do enjoy writing things, um, that are, you know, match up with the times, you know, I haven't written a song about COVID or anything yet like that, but, right. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's important to stamp these times and these places that, you know, the world is in and, and music does that better than anything. Um, just to put a little stamp on that time timeline for us. Um, but I think it's really important right now where everyone's resting a little more. Um, you know, they have more time to fill in the gaps, their spaces and, and have more time to, you know, explore things that maybe, maybe they lost their nine to five, which maybe was sucking the life out of them which maybe now they actually have time to pursue something that they love. There's a lot of, uh, you know, cool things coming out of this, uh, you know, horrible circumstance in a certain way and try to try to look on the lighter side of things with that. Um, but mm. yeah, I've been writing a lot lately. I came home and had to kind of hunker down. Uh, it's, uh, it's been really nice for the creative outlet. Um, yeah, I think I got like 40 more songs to record. Holy it's shit. like, wow. It's a lot, yeah. I'm like, I need to record now before before they leave my head. Now, so. I'm I'm curious too because we haven't touched on that yet. Um, your your musical partner Goers, uh, he does the keys and everything. Are you guys been like friends for a long time? Or tell us yeah, a little yeah. bit about so, it. Yeah, that's a good question. He he grew up in the Bay here. He was like a really good uh, acquaintance for a long time, and we had mutual friends and. Um, and he went to Expressions, which is a, a good production um, school over in the East Bay. I had no idea until a year in. He moved in with my uh, my good friend Hobie, who was playing keyboards for me for live shows. And I heard one of his beats knocking in his room. I was like, what is this? And that was the beat for uh, Let You Go. It was the second song on, the, on my album. And that was the first song that we ever recorded together. And... And we did that, and I was like, okay, it's on. And, uh, <laughs> and he's, he's a great producer. He's very melodic. He has uh, really hard-hitting, you know, drums. And he uses samples here and there, but we, we bring live elements, a lot of live bass and ukulele and random stuff like that, a lot of guitar. Um, so it's a good blend of things. And, um, yeah, he's, he's wonderful, easy to work with, and he just got out of school, too, so he's, like, all juiced up. He's like, I, I gotta, I, I want to make a project, you know? So it was, uh, it was a lot of, uh, just energy in the whole making of the album, and we recorded it at the Grill in the East Bay, and, you know, we'd just stay there as long as we needed until, until we felt like the songs were good and right. Um, it was a really good experience this last album. I learned a lot as far as uh, recording and figuring things out like that, and not not overproducing things. We want to want to keep it kind of organic, and you gotta have a chance to figure all that out. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it, he's a he's a wonderful 
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Take like three more albums with him, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what comes. It's really hard to find a beat maker that matches with your style. Uh, yeah, that well, that's why I was wondering. I mean, it seems like you, I'm, I'm surprised. Figure you're going to be like, yeah, we've known each other since we were like eight. You know, like you got to your guys are tight together. It comes through. Yeah, for sure. yeah, we're we're best we're best friends for sure. This whole project brought us really close together. Um, and I got to know uh, Grayson a lot better. Goers, and the, yeah, he's he's an incredible human being just to, to hang out and be with. And we threw our first show in the city um, at the Boom Boom Room in San Francisco. Uh, the other year, last year, and that was like, it was his first show, you know, I'd played a lot at that time, but man, he was so fired up and ecstatic, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to see that um, evolution, you know, with one of your best friends, you're like, oh, okay, let's do this, and Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's wonderful, just evolving a whole project, and then being able to present it, um, yeah, it was a really, really fun journey, so to speak, it's too bad we can't play live music right now, but, um, but it's a chance to create and get back in the studio. So hopefully uh, I'll find a lot of, a lot of time to do that. Yeah. And, and you know, um, in, in working together, you, you said that you guys figured out a lot of stuff and, you know, are you're learning more how to do the recording and, and all that. And mm-hmm. when, I, yeah, when I, I hear you it, say that, I, th- I, I think like if how can I put this? If you can tell the people that are pursuing the same goal that you're doing right now, if you could give them some advice from that experience, what would it be? Um, I would say uh, just go and just go and do it. Go and record. There's so many artists and friends and people that I know that either write music or you know make a nice nice song on the guitar or something and that they just don't have the courage to go in and, and make a song like a, a really out of it. And it's, it's a wonderful experience. It's something that, um, you know, I did it at first just cause I wanted to make my sister like a, a birthday present, you know, in a way it was like a gift given back to myself. Wow. I was like, it just, it was, it happened organically where I was like, okay, this is, I needed like my sister's birthday to push me in here. And then I made something that I really, really liked for the first time. And then it went on from there. So I would just encourage to take the first steps of, of planning, organizing, finding a good uh, studio or a recording studio or someone to do it with and, and just, just see how it feels. How does it make you feel? How does it, you know, when, when the outcome is there and you finish the song, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling and a, a sense of accomplishment in a way. And you're excited to share it with people. And, um, yeah, just, just step in the studio, you know, nice. 90% of it is just showing up. And then if you don't know what you're doing when you're in there, that's okay. That's what that time's for. And you, and you figure it out. Whoa. So. That's, that's, that's kick-ass. That's perfect. And that's, that's great advice for anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, for anything. Yeah. yeah just people, show up. People, exactly. Yeah. I know. Like people are so, uh, 
you know, driven and everyone has their strong passion. Like I know everyone has, has something there and just don't, they'll never let that die. Always feed it and, and love it and nurture it, you know, and, and going into the studio is, is doing exactly that. You're nurturing, um, a passion, you know, within you and, and you just allow it to grow more and more. And it's important to give yourself that chance and that, um, opportunity so to speak, because I think we have a lot of people that we know that really wanted to go one route and they ended up going another route. And, mm-hmm. you know, something that, you know, they, they didn't necessarily want to, but were kind of forced into it for life circumstances or what have you. But, um, yeah, it's really important to go back to your inner child and your heart and your passions and, and stay close to it, I guess. Well, how do you, um, how do you know this? How do I know this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, questioning you in the sense like, how do you know this, mister? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. how did you get this information, you know, um, like, and to be able <laughs> to live you know? it. Yeah. How do you know, <laughs> man? I don't know. You know, I had some jobs that were, you know, I, my first big job was like an adult was like a solar job and I loved it. I worked for nine to five for four years almost at that job and it was amazing experience i learned a lot but you know after a couple of years you're like you're slowly grinding down <laughs> i could feel feel my soul just needing to breathe a little bit so for me i just made my own uh, personal rules of if i work i want to work four days a week not five have more of a proper balance um and you know i i just one of the saddest stories for me is seeing people who are super talented in areas and they don't have a chance to, to, to show, to show it, you know, or to, to take the time to focus and do it. So, um, I don't want to let that happen to me. If I have like 60 songs and I don't record one of them, I'm just going to keep them in a notebook and sing them to myself every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> no. Just some people, you know, it's like, you know, it, it, it's really easy to stay like in the closet, so to speak. Mm-hmm. When, when you're a musician or a writer, it's a it's a very vulnerable place, you know. And and I'm a white boy growing up in Marin County, and I love hip hop. And so, like, the hip hop culture is not not it's not from that yeah. roots at all. So, so I had to uh, I had to you know find my um, identity and shift it into it and try to take what I loved from hip hop. And, and infuse it with, with my own life and my own story and my own culture, so to speak. And, and it's a lot easier writing about yourself and your world than making up a whole imaginary one or <laughs> one that's not um, actually true to yourself. So it's easy to write when you're, uh, when you know, I don't know, when you figure all this out. I don't know how I know. <laughs> that, that's a lot they of know, good explanation of how you know. Yeah. That's that's called personal experience. Like you said, you have that, you know, job and it makes you realize what you like about it and appreciate about it. Like maybe the paycheck, maybe the stability, yeah. maybe the insurance, maybe whatever. But then you're like, yeah, not five, but four. And yeah, not all the time, but sometimes. And it does enrich your life because you're so right about um not just some people everybody's got some kind of rad hidden talent that they don't talk about don't expose Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't not just to other people but to themselves 
I know. Yeah, for, even to themselves. Right? Because I know for yeah. a lot of years, I just kind of kept all my stuff to myself. And I, I, you know, just from childhood, you know, being told, oh, you're you're not an artist or you're not this or that. Um, mm-hmm. You start to believe those things, but then you can't deny those interior feelings that make you want to create or that make you want to write or sing or rap or whatever. So that's yeah. right. Like it doesn't go away. Yeah. You can't, you can't deny it forever. I mean, you can, but it's going to be there forever no matter what. So, you know, yeah, you might as well water that seed instead of, uh, you know, suppressing it and pushing it further down into the dirt, mm-hmm. you know, let it, let it breathe and surface. Um, yeah, by all means. So yeah, pro- sometimes the things we're into it the most are the hardest things for us to, uh, you know, step in the ring and do. And usually the um, ones that bless people the most, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Hey, everybody. Oh, man, that first set was something else. How you feeling, Mel? <sighs> I'm out of it. Are you? Yeah. Let me go get you some water. Yeah. Tell, tell them about it's- the fine apple. Well, you know, something that's good at set break is uh, premium cannabis. And you can get that up in the Portland area. At We have a location in Hillsboro and we have a location in Forest Grove that is defined premium cannabis. You come in and you ask us, you tell us what your ailment is. We will get you dialed in. We got your smokables, vapables, dappables, edibles, topicals. We got it all. And if we don't have it, we'll try to get it for you. So if you are having an ache or a pain or anything, which who is not nowadays, just come out and visit us. Oh, dude, I got him back. Here's your water. If you come to the, oh, thanks. Hydration. Bathroom is weird. If you come to the Hillsboro location, that is where I'm at Monday through Friday. Apple will come out of the back dressed like a giant manatee. (laughs) <laughs> and he will float over behind the counter and blob his way to the best cannabis cannabis product for That's you. A weird one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what popped into my head, man. Yeah. So we'll come in, and I yeah, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to do my best to come in and do that. And if you mention that you are a listener to the show, we will give you ten percent off your purchase, and we'll give you a free T shirt. Come on, man! Really, ten percent off and a free T shirt? Free T shirt. We'll give you clothes and a discount and some herb. And if you're heading out this week, on the 11th is Veterans Day. Define will be having an awesome Veterans Day sale for the veterans to honor them, like we always do. We have that discount every day, but it's even bigger on Veterans Day. So come on out to Define in Portland, in in Hillsboro, (laughs) or what is in Portland, Hillsboro, Forest Grove, and take care of your head. And you know something else that's always that I always do at set break? I always shave. When I'm at set break, oh yeah, it's every, every set break, that's my my thing. Anymore. I do, yeah, no. <laughs> Check this out, you guys. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, before you started fast forwarding, it is the holiday season right now, and it's tough. It's tough to figure out what to get a dude. Most guys, I'm going to be honest, they don't get the best gifts. They just don't. Well, most dudes usually go, oh, I don't care. Oh, no. <laughs> and, but we do care, and we do know, cares. and we, we want stuff that's like that we can use, and we want stuff that like makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's it. We don't want another tie. I don't want a belt. I'll pick that shit out myself. So check this out. Harry's Razor's got you guys covered. For a limited time, Harry's, lis- Harry's listeners, Harry's Razor's is hooking up listeners of No Simple Road with a $5 off a holiday shave set. And you can get that by heading to harrys.com forward slash NSR. Like I said in the beginning, man, this is something that we could all use. I'm, 
I mean, even if you don't shave your face, there are plenty of hairs on the body that you need to take care of out there, Grizzly Adams. So you need to hook it up. These blades are super sharp, made in a German blade factory that's been doing it for like 100 years. And instead of having to like refill the razor for $25, their blade refills are like two bucks. And this thing comes in like a ready package holiday gift set. And it's got a, a really cool holiday theme box. And you can even personalize it by having the razor handle engraved. So this holiday season, new customers can get $5 off plus free shipping on any Harry's limited edition holiday shave set when you go to harrys.com forward slash NSR. And like I said, this set comes with a weighted handle, three razor cartridges, foaming shave gel, which is dope as shit. That stuff is awesome. And a travel cover, all packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. Don't give socks this year. Delight the guys in your life with Harry's. To claim your $5 off plus free shipping, go to harrys.com forward slash NSR. And don't don't be a Sasquatch, man. Hook yourself up. Or if the, you're a lady out there, hook your yeah. dude up so he's not all fucking gross and weird. And I was going to add one more thing. I'm a really hairy person that doesn't shave a lot, but they have some dope-ass body washes, shampoos, bar mm-hmm. soap. They got a lot of products beyond the shaving deal to keep that hair nice. So go to harrys.com forward slash NSR. And you know what we're going to do now? Get we're going to bring down the house lights. We're going to shut that canned music show. off and we're going to get back to the show. So here we Enjoy. go. Enjoy. Yeah, I, I wrote a new piece uh, just kind of recently, but if you guys want to hear just a short one, it, it's okay. kind of a, it's like a very, it's kind of around this time in this, this place, but um, I don't have the beat with me, but I'll just do acapella. So. Yeah, freestyle uh, that shit. So, <laughs> at times, I simply need to take a rest and take a break. The nine to five has got me feeling distressed. And every day we still feeling blessed. Blessed for the work, but is the work worthy of the stress? I got dreams to manifest. Will this weight lift off my chest? I can't take much more than less. I see fate, but it's a test. Reality check. I checked in on my balance. All accounts are in debt. I see collecting agencies. That's the least of my threats. I know one day I'll reach the sky and take off the jet. I wouldn't make any bets like no bars for a text. Fortunately for myself, a couple never was spent. Avoiding lash out, not knowing when to cash out. Only one hit to brag about. Yeah, like smash mouth. Unfortunately, that ain't for me. The sun informed me to wake up and climb up just like these morning glories. And grateful to tell the story. Before my life ends and right ends, I want to share its glory. Before my time slips away, I'll take any chance I can to seize the day till this music fades away. And that includes a little time to rest so I could give you all I got plus whatever's left. And that includes a little time to nest so I could give you all I got plus whatever's left. Dang. Time to simply need rest. Take a break. The nine to five has got me feeling distressed. And every day we still feeling blessed. Blessed for the work, but is the work worthy of the stress? So you kind of leave leave the person questioning, you know? Is yeah, the work really yeah. Is it worth the stress? <laughs> is it worth it? You know, man, you, you as you were talking before you you just saying that, mm-hmm. and you were telling us about, you know, I decided to work four days instead of five. Like Mel and I made eye contact with each other and like gave each other the yep. Well, Aaron and I are married, just so that you know that if you didn't know, because <laughs> um, then no. the rest of it will be weird. <laughs> and so she she decided not long ago to start working four days a week. 
And, oh wow! Good yeah. call. Mel. And he Good gave call. Aaron gave me the biggest shit that it you did. will under like the biggest like problem attitude about it. And I was like, I just had to fucking break it down. Like I'm not doing it. Period. <laughs> like I don't care <laughs> what, if it's a good idea. Hold the line. Exactly. <laughs> like it's not about a good idea. It's not about extra money. It's not about it, like in the end, that's what I wanted to do in my life. I don't want to work five days because when I work four days, I enjoy going to work and I'm not stressed out and everybody at work benefits. And so does my family back home because I'm not bitching about my feet after a five day work week right. and no breaks. Right. Yeah. Production, production level is probably higher exactly. too. You know? The mm. energy behind it all is more uh, invigorating, you know, so. Well, this you got to have that balance. Yeah. If you don't have that so. balance, man, you like you just said, you the what is the stress worth it? No, it's not. It's not. It's not worth it well, at all. And I got to I got to say that I was wrong. Thank and, you. And, <laughs> Thank and, you and it was it turned out to be a really amazing move for for our family for no simple right. road for for everything like she knew what she was doing i was being an asshole well and i think well like you know in relationships like, I, yes. well in relationships sometimes we don't hear each other you know what i'm saying i'm not talking about you can't listen literally hear the words that are coming out you don't hear the <laughs> other person and then right. aaron didn't hear me but he started to see and feel the benefit and yeah Right, right. Found it, it, yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side of that, like also what you were saying about doing what you're passionate about and and uh, not keeping it inside. So No Simple Road mm-hmm. started from uh, my son giving me a microphone for Father's Day and saying, you know, you guys talk about the Grateful Dead all the time. You should start a podcast. And, oh, that's so cool. Yes. And, and I never thought that it would be anything like I just was recording interviews with these guys like I didn't think that it would we'd be talking to you three years later after 170 episodes or whatever and like no way and I realized through doing it that I had all of these passions that are in me that that were dormant or like dreams that I thought could never happen and once I right. stepped into the ring, like you said, and started bringing myself there, it all started coming together. And that feeling of finding your voice, there is no fucking feeling like that on this planet, man. When when you finally realize who you are and and that your voice has power, and I'm not just talking about my physical voice, I'm talking about, you know, yeah, right. your yeah, voice has power. Basis, yeah, the influence that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is a transformational moment in a, in a, if a, a lifetime is a story, like that's mm-hmm. a, that's the end of a chapter right there before shit gets good. Like, it's it's about to get real and i i love that man that you said that that like it was organic and that it's something that's in you that had to come out and i i was wondering about what you said too about you know the hip-hop community in like oakland and the bay area and then you're Mm -hmm. this white dude from marin county like Yep. Did you come up against it hardcore or how did you navigate that space, man? 
um, you know, it, it, for me, it was like, uh, I was, I don't know, uh, self-conscious about, you know, hip-hop for a long time because it doesn't come from, like, um, you know, my culture, our culture. It, it's a, and, and I absolutely love it. I like, guess my one my favorite genre out there. Um, that and, and among probably reggae, I just, like, did vibes sort of thing. But I'm very selective with the hip-hop that I that I listen to, you know. Um, but it's a... Yeah, it's a, it's a tough call as far as, like, you know, I, I'd have to just put myself out there and, and show people and, and keep getting it. And then I'd play shows with some awesome, like, hip-hop artists in the East Bay that I, you know, I, I listened to in high school and stuff. I got to play for uh, this guy, The Grouch, a couple of times, and I was like, oh, whoa, shit. I got to play for Talib Kweli. Like, and, and most of wasn't there, but Talib, and I was like, he's one of my icons, like, in high school. I was, like, all unraveling pretty fast and just uh excited about it um through all that and and i don't know i think uh at the end of the day you got to stick to your guns and music is music and words are words and um beats you know beats. It, <laughs> yeah yeah every every part has a beat that they've you know drum, <laughs> drum to and kick to and dance to and everything so um i think at the end of the day it's just music music and and words are words and, and like you said you know the, the power of voice and and sound and all the frequency levels has has amazing profound um, effects on the world. You know, and like Bob Marley and Stirred Up and, and songs that traveled all around. You know, you could hear people singing. You know, like songs from Bob Marley in Mongolia and things like that. There's all those cool videos where it just it travels around the world in an organic way, and that kind of circles back around to the world word of mouth song, where it's a uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. You know, have have one song just. Uh, effect and touch so many lives you're like oh that's awesome mm -hmm. and as as hard as that to be as like a music artist i'd love for one song to be spread around the world and to be shared with people um you know and it's it's really it's really hard like in the music industry it's it's so flooded but at the same time um you know where we're at in this place especially in hip-hop even in the mainstream you, you you hear a lot of better content from a few artists now. Oh, and it's yeah. like, it's taken a turn into uh, more of that uh, conscious hip hop side of where it's, uh, you know, people are getting sick of hearing the same content of popping bottles and champagne and, you know, hanging out with bitches and house. You're like, I can't even hear that all, all the time. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sick. And, uh, and, and also, you know, in, in this world, like I don't, you know, like, the surfer girl song, you know, I don't want to rap or degrade women at all or talk about, you know, that and how a lot of hip hop artists kind of have done that for the generations. And yeah, just, you got to stick to your guns. Like I'm rapping about organic zucchinis and I'm going to make it sound tight and I'm going to make you believe it. That is hip hop right there. Hip -hop, yeah, it is. Listen, yeah. hip hop's from the streets, right? Hip hop mm -hmm. is from the streets, and it was they were talking about their one when they talk about bitches and hoes and money and all like that's a longing, you know. It's kind of like a manifestation. They're wanting that. They're deficit of that, or they're talking about needing money, or they're talking about drugs and getting their ass kicked or kicking someone's ass. Like that's what they were seeing. But you grew up yeah. in a place that didn't have that, and so that's why you you know it wasn't as relatable, but but you can still relate to the message of 
freestyle like freestyle is so dope you just those words just coming into your head and just you know popping out you know and then laying those beats down and you know being able to bob your head and you can bob your head to organic zucchini look at me organic yeah, yeah. zucchini <laughs> sitting in hawaii you know yeah. with my baby in her bikini i'm just saying like uh, yeah. right like it's that is hip-hop i appreciate what you're doing because i i you know i'm originally from bronx new york grew up in vegas mm-hmm. and just always and i did grow up in the hood so hip-hop was my yeah. theme and i loved it and you know cool. i i totally was you know rapping about bitches and hoes because that was the lyrics but i also had yeah. my own and never had the audacity or the 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 um you know courage. The, the courage yeah to to put it out there and so mine would just be, come out as longhand writing but then I, when i would re- go back and read my writing it totally have a flow you know and oh. so i just you know i'm kind of like what, in between what you were talking about like the the people that were kind of holding back and and doing like a 9 to 5 type of thing and not expressing themselves but then on mm-hmm. the other side I'm I'm also not doing that. I have a lot of self-expression that I do do, but I I do 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 do. Um do do. But but the hip hop is one of the things that's like that's you know, I was joking with my son years ago, but like he was like in middle school and I said, "You know what I'm going to be when I grow up?" He was like, "What, mom?" I go, "I'm going to be a rapper." And he was like, <laughs> oh, "Really?" And so it's it's it is. That's one of my things that I just I love. I I work for a store. I created a rap for them. It's super dope, and that is my little background that I do for myself, you know. But and you do I, it all the time. She'll just be we'll be out on the patio, and she just oh, starts yeah. busting out around. We're just sitting it, there like it's freestyle, yeah. yeah. It's in me. Uh, there's there's something about freestyle that fascinates me to no end, man. It because. I am a word guy. I love conversation. I write. I write poetry. I write lyrics. I love words. I love the spoken word, the power of it, the whole thing. And I cannot, I have never been able to pull it off. I can't do that. <laughs> and and I read this really cool article about um, freestyle. And what they were talking about is uh, Buddhist monks meditating, right? And Mm -hmm. when monks are meditating, they took these guys and they put them in a MR, not an MRI. Yeah, maybe EEG EEG machine and took pictures of their of their brain. And when these guys are in deep meditation, there's a certain state that their brain goes into. And then they took a guy doing freestyle and hooked him up to the same machine. And the brain waves are exactly the same as deep meditation. How cool is that? Right? That's fascinating to me, man, because mm-hmm. that, there's a, I don't know what it I is. I think like, it's, like a, it's like the frequency level of like being present, you know, like yeah. fully present, sort of step in. In the flow. But when you're, when you're meditating, you know, you're, you, you have to be fully present. Any thoughts that come up are supposed to be just kind of dropped away, you know, and, and more thoughts come in and get dropped away. And the freestyling, it's, it's just that, you know, it's very present. And it's those exact thoughts that you're thinking of at that moment. And the more you practice and do it, you can kind of like gauge a little bit or have a little setup or kind of figure out how to navigate your thoughts a little easier once you, you know, start doing it a lot more. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's just holding on to that present. But, um, 
yeah, step back in, but that's Friday in a deck. That was kind of what I was thinking about when you mentioned um, those two things. No, man, it, it's it's just uh, when I hear you say that, I think of like, you know, Ram Dass is always saying, be here now. And that, oh, yeah. And, that was and, the first question my mom gave me. <laughs> yeah, right? And so <laughs> being in that now, if you're if you're doing freestyle and you're not in the moment as it's happening consistently, you get mm-hmm. locked up. And if you're you thinking see, too yeah. far ahead or too far behind, you get screwed, right? Right, right. Yeah, if you get stuck on something you said, you're like, that was dumb. <laughs> you're still trying to say something at that moment. Yeah. Then yeah, you're right. stumbling, right? Yeah, exactly. That's magic. That right there mm-hmm. is magic. That is channeling divine energy right there. When you can be in the moment and allow your whatever, your neural network to just fire and and allow that thing to move through you, it's it's moving through you in a way that it's being interpreted by your experience and your, your vocabulary and it's coming mm-hmm. out pure and that's magic. Yeah. It is, it is magic moments that happen like that. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. When I, I have certain, you know, moments of free song where I'm like, I wish I recorded all that five minutes. That was the best thing I've ever think I've done. <laughs> <laughs> You're in that mindset, it's usually like when I'm with one homie or like two friends, <laughs> like, we're like, oh, just at it for hours, you know, and slowly things click. And then other experiences I have where I'm just like way overthinking. I'm like, okay, I got a couple of homies freestyle right now. I got to step in. <laughs> you get a little <laughs> nervous. You're like, all right. And, uh, and yeah, you kind of overtake everything. And, and then once you, uh, once you stumble, but you, you got to stumble in there, whether you stumble or not, um, you know, things will start, all, all that thought process of uh, overthinking slowly gets, you know, diminished, chipped away, chipped away until you're fully in it, you know. And, like, my best advice for freestyling is not overthinking is, is to listen. Listen to what your other friends are saying and, and play on to that. And then you know you know it's organic. You know it's a freestyle because uh, you just touched on what I said, like, 20 seconds ago. And, um, it's a, just a thought process of uh, listening just as much as like as important I think um, when it comes down to it because if I'm in my own head and just want to think of my own content and stuff and I'm just totally ignoring the other <laughs> the other freestyling or doing their thing right in front of me right. um, you know it makes it difficult for you to connect with that other um, friend or artist the freestylers that you're just you know playing around with so it's it's important to, to do that the same so I find that when I'm stumbling I'll be like, I'll have to step out of my head. Be like, yeah, this is Okay, listen to what, what your homie is saying and like listen carefully. And uh, and then that makes it easier because then I just stop thinking about anything that I was thinking about and go straight to that. When when all of a sudden Cypher comes around, it's your turn. You just have something already, you know, in there. Locked and loaded. Yeah, locked and loaded. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you also, man, you've, you've done some like, service too, some seva for your community out there in the bay area too you did a the the bread and roses thing can you can you tell me about that yeah i, mean, I was i was really lucky to fall into that um bread and roses is a, a great uh great organization in the bay for i think over 50 years now a long time um but their whole mission statement is uh healing through music 
So they get musicians and artists to play at um, a lot of uh, like juvenile halls and events like all in the Bay Area. And I had a random um, show that uh, logged me to school out here. It was just for a little small benefit, school benefit. And and uh, artists found me and was like, hey, I'm working with uh, Bread and Roses. I'm like, I think you should come in. We should you know, have you play some shows. And, uh, I, I didn't really know what it was about. My mom knew about it. Um, cause they started in San, San Rafael right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got to go and play, uh, my first, uh, it was in Marin County, which is now over there in Nevada, but it was fascinating. You get to walk in and get to connect with, uh, hundreds of kids that are, you know, um, they're sweet, sweet, amazing kids. They're young and they made bad mistakes and they're just learning from it. And, and, uh, and you share some music and all of their favorite, like, you know, music for the most part is hip hop of that generation, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Brett and Moses, you know, it's hard for them to find hip hop artists. They get a lot of cool uh, folk musicians and guitarists and things like that. And, yeah, kids will engage and love it. But um, she's like, I've never seen this reaction before. We got to keep going. And so I, I just kept playing a whole bunch of shows for them for a year or two before I moved away. But, um, it's something I'd love to go back and do. Um, it's 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 an incredible experience just connecting. Um, one-on-one with, with all these kids and, and you know I don't I don't swear I don't cuss you get to have these kids have a chance to like share some of their content I remember one time I was like is there anyone out there like you know have some have some stuff they want to share like you know like no no bad content though like we're not you know like give stuff and uh and it's like they all called this one kid out and like you're like come on Sean come on Sean and he's super shy in the corner and like really tall, really skinny, and he's like, all of a sudden, I just see him, like, charge up, and he, like, gets up there, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good, and he's like, hey, man, can I, uh, can I get your speakers, like, the cord for my phone, and, and he put his phone on, he had his own beat, he had a, his own beautiful, beautiful song, lovey-dovey song about, like, you know, the girl that he missed and loved right now at the moment, and it was amazing, and all the kids were just, like, half dying in, like, amazement, half dying in, like, laughter because it's vulnerable talking about a little cutie misses. Um, oh, and, uh, wow. you know, it was just, like, fascinating and awesome to, to see that. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it's yeah, it, it's, it was a wonderful, intimate experience. There's, there's no cameras. There's nothing except just you and your memories and, and, and what you make uh, of that time and moment with those kids. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I hope it had a good influence for some. I, I got emails and was changing beats and stuff with some of some of the boys for for a while, keeping in contact. That's um, cool. So yeah, it's wonderful to, to you know. I, I want my music to be able to heal. I want it to be able to um, for someone to relate. Um, maybe a content that I'm talking about is the exact same or very similar circumstance that this person's going through or this person's going through, and and nothing feels better when you're going through a hard time or through a moment where all of a sudden you hear a song that's just like, how like hits it right mm-hmm. on the head for you. And you're like, this person knows exactly what I'm talking about. And, uh, and it just, it, it's nice to know and to feel that other people are feeling those same things and go through it. And, and they're doing great. You know, they're, they learned this from it or this from it. And, uh, you know, nothing's more powerful than making that connection. I remember like breaking up with the, 
you know, early girlfriends, you know, and you're, you're devastated when you go through your first like heartbreak emotions and oh, stuff. Yeah. And, um, I, I wrote a couple, like I wrote a song in high school to get this one girl back. And, uh, this was actually my very, very first song I ever recorded. It, it was, uh, I like went to my brother's older brother and my kid homie his older brother. And I was like, Oh, can you help me record a song? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, you know, he's like, all right, all right come on. And it's my buddy Alam Khan. His dad's uh, Ali Akbar Khan. Like, you know what? Like we we interviewed yeah. um, Eli from Grand Tapestry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's whole. So that, Eli. Yeah. Alam are making music. Right. It's so funny because I grew up with Alam and, and Monica their family for a long time, and that's where I recorded my first song because Alam was making hip hop in high school, and he was amazing too. He's, right. He doesn't have fun about it. I always tell him, I'm like, "Come on, bro, let's rock a bit." Um, <laughs> But he's back into the more classical the road and falling in that path. Beautiful, beautiful path. Right. Um, but uh, yes, I made this. I, I and I and I and I, I gave it to uh, to my ex girlfriend at the time and tried to get it back and and it worked. I got it back to her. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I, I showed it to my English teacher at high school because he was he was one of those cool teachers where he like had the DJ set up on the side. Oh, if we shit. finished like a test or something, we had ten minutes left. He's He's throwing some RJD2 on the, on the turntables or something. I'm like, sweet. So I showed uh, Mr. Doherty uh, the song, and he's like, this is awesome. He's like, I'm playing it for everyone. I'm like, what? what? Well, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. But, but I'm like, you can't do that. You can't. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, no, I'm feeling it. Really suck. <laughs> His gun's over there. And uh, I was like, okay. I'm like, if you're going to share this, then I'm leaving. He's like, fine go ahead. I'm like, fine. <laughs> I will then. <laughs> and so he let me leave, he let me leave his class. Uh, and, uh, and so I did class and then I'm like, oh no, I just had like 40 kids here on that I read. That's super personal, pouring my heart out. I'm like, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> and, uh, and I got a whole bunch of cool reactions from it. It was like lunch after. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was you. Like, yeah, you know. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, so thank you, Alan, for doing that. Um, and uh, for years after, and as Alan got into uh, the Sirode more, I'm like, oh, I need some Sirode. You know, I want to make some cool beats today. He's like, he'd always tell me it's really hard to get the proper recording and, and the sound to record like that instrument in itself. And then, uh, and then he comes out making amazing music with Eli, who was one of his favorite artists like hip hop artists growing up and that I listened to Grouchy and Eli were huge. And, uh, and I was like, Oh really? All so you can make, yeah, it's like, Eli is such an uh, amazing artist. Uh, yeah. uh, big influence for me, um, for sure. And, and it's just amazing that him and all of them, like all of a sudden just intertwined and their, their group, uh, is, is, sweet and making awesome music and um yeah it's gonna be really i'm really excited to hear uh, all the all the material that gets pumped out so yeah hopefully i'll be on the yeah. are, are <laughs> you awesome. are you uh working I'm, on anything right now that you're getting ready to put out or is there anything coming after this quarantine's over that we should be looking for what's going on yeah you know good questions uh the the one thing it takes to uh make music is unfortunately money um mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm trying to save enough 
to get at least one more record, um, one more album done before I go back to Hawaii. So I'm going to be in the studio this whole next month and a half. And I'm hoping to get like 30 or 40 songs done. But I am in shortage of beats. So if there's any awesome beat makers out there, um, yeah, all are happening. And then, uh, and then also there's a back burner. I got a really good live CD that I made with, um, with uh, the Monophonic Studio of San Rafael, they recorded it for us, and it's been sitting on the back burner, and I need to release that before it gets too late. But that's okay. a very different. It's a whole nother, um, whole nother different type of production. It's uh, recorded reel to reel, just the same like as they made in the '60s. No edits, one crack at it. Live musicians. It's it's a very raw, raw, warm. Um, kind of a kind of feeling it, it's very different it's, it's, it's cool i really really enjoyed making that but um you know working with incredible musicians you get three or four takes until you feel like it's good i mean sometimes it takes people 100 before they get the right take but right. Um, luckily i had amazing musicians i've been working with and they go to berkeley school with jazz music at yada but uh we all played so much together and through shows and rehearsed a lot that uh by the time we recorded the album it was uh, yeah, it was not more than three or four takes. It was awesome. Damn. And, uh, that saves you a lot of money, uh, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> studio time ain't cheap. Uh, uh, yeah, it was different. You know, it was really cool. So it's a it's a whole other uh, different style of production. Really excited to put it out there. Um, and uh, we were touring uh, around in the Bay Area for a long time, just doing uh, local shows. And, and yeah, we, were, we called ourselves the optimistic. That's the word. Yeah, soul doc and the optimistic and it was more of a funk kind of a soul mixed in with hip-hop kind of feel and uh you know really uh good horn section and a couple oh, guitars shit. and that nasty bass player um <clears throat> yeah so it's a it was fun and it marks a really awesome beautiful time of uh for myself of just being able to play live shows and and do it you know almost every week for a few for a few years there um really kind of went at it and and then itself you know it, it gets hard you know so it's hard uh you know organizing seven seven people to rehearse and do shows and um you know you gotta you gotta spread the field evenly so everyone's working together really nice so you know one person's maybe booking the shows if you don't have a booking agent one person's doing the the instagram facebook stuff or whatever mm-hmm. it might be um but most importantly you just have to have a awesome chill homies that you play music with and uh i i at first you know <clears throat> i didn't want them to play like the beats that i made from like my first album when we first started playing like, i'm like don't try to like mimic the songs and the beats like you guys are musicians and i want you to be musicians this is the fun part for you your creativity so i'm gonna leave this into your hands you guys have my lyrics and my vocals for a lot of things and uh but like i wanted them to have uh, fully open floor for uh, creativity and and that's how we we worked all the jams and everything so it was a it was a cool process um and just being to rehearse all the time you every, every rehearsal you think of one or two more songs you know just just because you're jamming all the time and mm-hmm. figuring about it and you allow everyone to be creative you know you don't uh yeah so it's, it worked out really well and like that's benefit every musician gets super into it and fired up um, and we we were together for a long time just because of that alone. I think you know, it sounds There's like no uh, no, no power shift, no control. 
no like a uh, you know spotlight. This is how it sounds like. It's like okay, guys, let's let's all play this together. What do you think? You know, and it's uh, it made it easy, fun. You know? Fuck yeah! It sounds Great. like that should be on the burner next to the front burner, and <laughs> not <laughs> the back burner. <laughs> I want to hear that. for sure. Yeah, so yeah, we we got to. Uh, luckily, my mom is uh, amazing at doing all the uh, you know. Copyright. <laughs> She's had that. some experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom mom knows what's up for sure. Yeah, like she won't let me put anything out without like getting that done. She's like pitbull. She's like, Yeah. You know, <laughs> what if someone takes a song? You know, I'm like, Mom, no one's gonna take my song. <laughs> yeah she's she's probably seen some some shit in her time yeah man. yeah so i'd listen oh, to yeah. mom where that's yeah. concerned hey brother i i want to say thank you for spending time with us yeah. man. Yeah, I, I i think it's really it's cool that it's you and eli that have represented hip-hop on no simple road i think that that's fucking badass dude that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so really wonderful talking to you guys. No, Apple. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to listen. What episode are we on right now? Oh my gosh. Shit. When this one, comes out, it'll probably be in the eighties. No, no. No. It'd be in the mid one seventies. So okay. probably one seventy two. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, um, I like it. I like it. Well, it was a pleasure being part of 172 or around that area. Yeah, man. around. The, yeah. I'll let you know when it's going to come out. And if you are ever cool. up in the Portland area, man, hit us up and come by and have a meal yeah. with us and hang would, out and smoke a bowl. So and chill. I'm due for an Oregon trip, and I'm just uh, yeah, I'm on the hunt for cold waves up there too. So I was going to do a trip up there soon. I'd love to be in oh, touch yeah. with you guys. All right, hit Absolutely. us up. Hang on to my number, man. Absolutely. Let me know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for so, the yeah, flow, hope- Soul Doc. We appreciate you. Yeah, it's yeah, cool getting to know um, you, man. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, call me if you need anything, um, any benefits or anything in the future, shows, anything like that. But um, but thanks for having me and sharing my music, too. It's, it's wonderful. I'm very grateful. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, we always say to you, like, a huge, a huge thank you to Dennis, too. Oh, Dennis yeah, has Dennis been, obviously, probably with you. He's an influential person in our lives. Yeah, he's such a sweet, sweet guy. And he, my mom doesn't reach out very much you know like in in the grateful dead world and and she's very humble and keeps to herself and and dennis got an email from her and called her that second he's he's amazing and yeah so big thanks to dennis well and thank thanks mom the- then thank you yeah, mom, mom for reaching out <laughs> believing in her baby <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, it man. was super sweet and she did it on her own time Aww. like you know it was like just yeah it was very organic so it was nice Cool. Hell yeah. We'll talk to right you soon, on. Jeremy. Take care of yourself. Be Take safe care, out there, man. man. Yeah, have a wonderful day. Thank Too you, guys. Well. Peace. Imagination is vital. Do it for the love, don't do it for the title. Do it for the heart, don't do it for the style. Any MC on the rise, don't repeat the same cycle. What's the commotion? Livelihood is closing. Don't get yourself life deeper than the ocean. The eye your soul when your dreams are seeming frozen. You put a work, man, I swear you will be chosen. Some cats get tired, yeah, they be dozing. These tracks penetrate your heart to always keep it open. Imagination is tranquility. You start dreaming, man, you lose impossibilities. Do it myself, don't depend on the industry. Nothing's gonna Injure me, no enemies will hinder thee. We getting down on the ones and twos. Let's pave the way like we supposed to. Bless the change if a winner has it happened. If that's alone, can't put it into action. It's
It's a like a like attraction. Stay focused on your passion, passion. Imagination is everything, everything, yeah, everything, everything. Imagination is everything, 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 yeah, everything, everything, yeah. Imagination is everything, everything, yeah, everything, everything. Imagination is everything, 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 yeah, everything, everything. Imagination is everything. Let your heart open up, yeah, let it sing. Fresh production arising like a water spring. It feels good to see something that is seldom seen. Believing is believing in the feeling. If you feel what I'm saying, go ahead and touch the ceiling. What lies within is imperative. Spoken accounts amount through this narrative. Comparative with the lies that before us. Prophets living with the heart that is porous. Let's not resent it and live in life just to let live. Mask your negatives with the sedative. Fulfilling a thirst of a thousand years. Mahatma Gandhi with a thousand years. Why shed a tear when joy is in the present? And not to find them on the heart of the peasant. Bless the change if it when it hasn't happened. If that's alone, can't put it into action. It's a like a like attraction. And stay focused on your passion, passion. Yeah, yeah. Imagination is everything, everything, yeah, everything, everything. Imagination is everything, 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 yeah, everything, everything, yeah. Imagination is everything, everything, yeah, everything, everything. Imagination is everything, 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 yeah, everything, everything. Soul Doc. Soul Diggity Doc. What do you think, Mel? It was rad. Really rad. It was very inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Very inspirational. It's, and it sounded like he, he uh, well, kind of like when Dennis reached out to us, telling us a little bit about him. This is really, well, not not a kid, but no, being a kid growing a man, up yeah. in, in the dead world and family like he did, being able to do whatever he want, wanted and like, he turned that into his hip hop thing that's soulful and is getting a message across that's oftentimes missed. This is one thing that's great about um, breaking down barriers and genres and, you know, things that they're supposed to look one way, but don't like, you know, you can get excluded from hip hop because, you you know, you're not from that, you know, the streets or you're not from that kind that area or you don't have the same stories, but... You know, anybody can do anything. Well, yeah, know? it would have been like telling Jimi Hendrix, no, you can't play acid rock guitar, no, man. exactly. That's not your genre. <laughs> I, I love the fact that, like, he is the product of parents that were steeped in the Grateful Dead family and part of it. And the values and things that they taught him as a kid are the things that are the most wonderful and beautiful that are coming out in his in his art yeah because you can go any other way you can totally well, yeah. rebel and be like you know fuck the hippies and right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> down with peace you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's true like so, when, yeah, when you're rebelling it might sound 
you know, ridiculous, but you will rebel however you rebel. And if it's your parents are all sweet and loving, then you might not be, Sydney you know, said I rebelled by getting good grades. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Our kids rebelled because now they like structure, you know, yeah. because we're so open, but then they become beautiful and they become their own thing. Yeah. And this is a product of that. And it, I love, you could hear his heart. Yeah. Yes. And it's just the passion for the thing. And he wants to heal through music. What is a, that's a beautiful, courageous, like undertaking. Yep. So go check out soul doc and download his stuff and follow him and do, do all the things that we do nowadays with all that. And you know what, man, we will be back next week we will be back we will we'll be, be back. back that is in this world of uncertainty <laughs> where things are ever shifting and everything is weird you can be sure that next week no simple road will be here to bring you something stuff things and whatnot so go take care of each other smile a stranger be safe wash your hands hydrate listen to soul doc listen to soul doc and Chilling with your friends love each other man yeah 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 Take care of yourself. Love. Be kind. Take it easy. Don't don't stress out. It's okay. Everything's all right. Are you talking to yourself? Yeah. Okay. Everything's gonna be all right, man. It's chill. Just just hang on. Little pat on the back. Yeah. Here. Good job. Nice nice job this week, guys. Yeah. Good job. Have a nice have a nice piece of fruit. There you go. Peace. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. 
What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.